0: Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast, guys. I'm Kimberly Fitton. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. If you're not already, follow me on all social media platforms. What do I do here? I go ahead and help you suspend your disbelief. I help you break uh, yourself from the chains, the confines of legalism and religion. All these um, legalistic constructs that keep us believing that Poverty is the standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always meant to be. I break it down so it can forever be broken. How to manifest in all five areas of your life. Mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. Manifestation isn't a trend. You've actually been doing it since you took your first breath. If you want to know about uh, more about it and you want mentorship, individual, me. you can go ahead and go to the website and sign up for a 15-minute consultation, and we'll see what you're looking at and see if you're right fit for me. I'm right fit for you. And if you're looking for like community and consistency and accountability, and you want to hit up all the big five. Um, You want to do it in a group setting? Group mentorship starts July 3rd. You want to make sure that if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, you do that because my mentees got first dibs on that, um, present and past ones. And then everybody who signed up for the newsletter got to sign up first. I have not dropped it on social media yet. And I'm waiting because I'm trying to give my people a chance. I actually... I'm giving podcast listeners a chance right now. So um, that and that was by accident, actually. So um, I guess it was meant to be. There are no accidents. Um, but go ahead and sign up for that. Um, and hello to all the podcast listeners all over the planet. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for getting the information. Thank you for blowing up your life and living your best life, experiencing all the limitlessness that we're supposed to um, experience. I just love it. I love it. I love the Instagram um, growth. And I want to just encourage all of you about that. I'll wait till we do our 17 seconds. I um, mean, then I'll encourage you on that. If you are a micro influencer, if you have a business, if you want to um, learn how to operate in social media platforms, but you get frustrated by that, give thanks for it, man. Actually, I just go ahead and do it now. You may only have 30 followers, right? But if you had a physical location for a business and 30 people walked in at the same time, you'd really be overwhelmed. And if those 30 people are engaging with you, you better give thanks for them. Don't you Don't you look at it as it's just this or it's just them. No, do it. Do it with great joy. Engage it with great joy. Post what they want to see, right? Here's the deal with that. Anybody who's following you is following you because of you. And so your experiences, your ideas, your expertise, whatever that is. So then find out what is it about your expertise, your life, your ideas that resonates with them. Find out more about what they want to know about and then post that. You know, I saw one somebody, uh, one of my, the people that I uh, follow showed up in my timeline. They were sprinting and I think they were trying to like sell uh, apparel or something like that. But I just didn't know what was going on. And I'm looking and I'm like, dang, it's very... Evident that they're trying to struggle to keep up and I empathize because you know I can sympathize because I sure enough was there competing and comparing and like what can I post and this post and stuff that was not me and I'm really making sure everything was perfect when I posted and I just embrace that the right people are coming to me. It's not about having 10,000 1 million followers if they're not the right people the right people are flowing to you and give thanks for that. They're on their way in business. Um, they're on their way, the right roles, the right movie roles, the right, um, creative direction. It's on its way to you because you're aligned with heaven, right? You're tuned in, tapped in, turned under the frequency of heaven and you're unstoppable. So with that, um, I want to make sure that we're starting with a clear space, today. We're going to give 17 seconds of gratitude, but we're going to do it in the form of love. I want you to take the situation, the person, um, the bill even visualize it, picture it in front of you or set it in front of you. And we're going to inhale and upon the exhale, we're going to blast it with love and gratitude because the divine has an infinite source of supply, right? Unlimited infinite source of supply. And so instead of complaining about it, we're going to love it and release it. Ready? Let's go. Inhale. Blast it. Get all this love. Get all this love. Inhale. Blast them. You're going to take this love. Oh, you're going to take this love. Inhale one more time blast them give thanks for it now wave bye-bye send them on their way thank you that there are no moments of contrast that everything works to our complete and entire total good i was gonna do a third episode on synchronicity but i'm gonna be honest with y'all it kind of wore me out um and then i began to get questions um that i just feel like I I'll use myself as an example on this journey. I would ask people, you know, what they thought, what they experienced, and then I hit a point where I knew that the Lord was like, "Uh, "Worry about yourself. We want we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. Get in tune with the Spirit. Get in the Spirit, and let me minister to you. Like get there." And so I knew that was time for me to pull away. Even stop reading, even stop watching the YouTube videos, stop all of the things, stop it, stop the research and just sit and listen. And so like, I got a bunch of DMs about what numbers mean. I got a bunch of DMs about, can you tell me what this is? What can you tell me what this is? And I'm just like, I was going to reply and then it was like, I don't have time to type that long response and then i was i really felt strongly that the advice should be to get in the spirit and meditate on it ask why and you shall receive seek and you shall knock i'm so seeking you shall knock <laughs> seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open to you yeah sometimes the answer just falls into your lap and other times you just got to walk around with a spirit of great expectation like if this means anything Oh, you're going to give me this answer. And if you don't give me the answer, then the number is just the number. I'm going to move on with my life. So synchronicity can come in numbers and it can come in repetitive things happening, right? It could be when you keep on hearing a song. That could be synchronicity. You keep on seeing a billboard or, you know, an idea, you know, could be. So I am going to answer because like uh, they were diligent. I won't use any last names um but i will um because i really okay so here it is it's from Laura K love i need help for so many years i've seen 723 in times um totals at, at stores at work please help me out i know you're talking about numbers right now on the podcast what can that possibly mean and for so long for for a long time i thought it was alluding to a date like july 23rd now i don't know um I, all I see is 1123 a lot. Um, I also see 1123 a lot. Any insight or guidance to find the answers will be appreciated. So this is what I sense. So you have the number 7, 2, and 3. Um, hermeneutically, it's 7 um, is the number of completion and uh divine completion two is a union and relationship covenant and three is divine relationship and so really look into um, really meditate consider meditating on the idea of what needs to be completed in your life what doors Um, have been closed that you keep on reopening Um, maybe it's that you're trying to manifest a love and that door is closed now there are times first of all let's just put it this way you know I don't do law of attraction I don't that's far too much work I don't I expand universal truths, laws set in biblical principle right Um, that's where we find the laws of the universe in the bible and then I operate in that um, because God has to keep his word uh, that takes a lot less work than law of attraction. Law of attraction works, but you ain't gonna find it here. And um, so that's that. Be convinced in your own mind. Who has two thumbs and is not gonna argue with you is me. Argue with your mama. Um, be pow- You are powerful to disagree. Uh, find your own path. You know, all that stuff. Um, but I will say that. Um, When you are manifesting love, um, it really turns into witchcraft after a while. It really turns into divination and witchcraft after a while. If that person has told you, there are a couple of things. If that person has told you, I hate you, I can't stand you, you make me wretch, um, I don't have it for you. Also, you know, um, any any relationship is repairable. I should do one on love any relationship is is repairable okay because we're supposed to be in in unity and harmony with everyone everything everything even inanimate objects right so if you're sitting in your house and you hate your house and you're trying to manifest a new house it ain't coming because you hate your house you're supposed to be in unity with it however you feel about it it's still giving you shelter warmth it's still keeping you and your family. Bless it. And then you'll see yourself move out of it. And so that's for somebody listening for sure. Cause I was totally random. But um in love, you know, like in relationships, you can you can renew anything, right? Because a relationship is a relationship. We have relationships with everybody. It's just how, how much you want to put into it. But with love interest, the heart is a tricky matter. And um that seven could be a door that you need to close because whatever whoever whatever you're trying to manifest it's either that or something better you gotta believe it like god does not want to see you miserable okay so it's either that or something better he don't he can't stand for no long suffering he you don't get any medals from god for long suffering um being you know false humility like you don't get that you know he he doesn't care to see you suffer he doesn't care to see you hurt he's not getting his jollies off that's legalistic and religious viewpoint all right so when you're trying to manifest love um that's the the operative word in that sentence is try love is who you are it's who you came from it's literally what your being thrives off of you are radiant ball of light and love um a replica of god who is love and so you don't have to try to get it you don't have to try to receive it you have to open yourself up to receive and a lot of the blockers with love and relationship oh my god i can't believe i'm talking about this um so we'll just go with it right um i was gonna talk about what happens while you're manifesting but let's just go with it let's just go with love um when we don't accept love for ourselves, when we don't believe that we get it freely and we don't have to jump through hoops for love, we repel love. It, it's like, it's almost like the relationships we want, they last for a second and then they go away because we expect the other shoe to fall. And so the divine completion and the seven that you are seeing really could be um, in the 723 really could be letting those doors close. And there are two ways to let doors close. Natural attrition. So natural attrition means you don't call them and make some grand. I'm never going to speak to you again. The door is closed. Like you don't have that moment. You just release the fact, especially if you've been ghosted, you just release it. Understand that it had nothing to do with you. That person has their own journey and they too are a much loved child of God. So, and that's why I talked about divination. Uh, you, There are some manifestation, quote unquote, gurus that were like, you know, they don't have any free will when it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. And no, like I know for a fact someone is trying to manifest me back in their lives. And that ain't happening because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> So, they can do it till the cows come home. They can script. They can um, decree. They can... uh, They're not even decreeing. They can affirm. They can uh, uh, do a mental diet. They can do all that. But sis ain't going. Like, I'm not going. And so, my will is stronger. And my desire is stronger than theirs. Why? Because... Theirs is not about themselves. Their their desire is not about themselves. It's about... It's not considering... I shouldn't say that. Their, their, what they're trying to manifest has a lot to do with what they want and not the grand scheme, the master plan. And so that's what I would suggest to you. Is this is why it teeters on divination um, and dealing with familiar spirits because when you are aligned with someone... Um, and you are supposed to do life together in any capacity you have access. And this is what I believe And we're about to go on the deep end, go off the deep end. So, well, I, Hey, if you continue to listen <laughs> that's it again, I want to just give a couple disclaimers, be convinced in your own mind, you are powerful to disagree. I'm not going to argue with you. These are things that I know and I've put into practice. So Um, I'll use my my example of my relationship experience, right? So that it can paint a great picture. So there was a love interest and um, head over heels in love with it. Um, I was manifesting, uh, they had ghosted me. I'd never been ghosted before. It was traumatizing. Like I had never, it was, it was as traumatizing as getting rejected for my first job. Like that had never happened to me until like I was 30. Like I got every job I applied for. And it was just like, Ooh, you don't want me. What is that? I didn't even know it was a thing. So they ghosted me and I went in hard on the mental diet. I went in hard on decreeing, um, and then one time, I was in prayer, and Holy Spirit challenged me to see if I had access to their scroll. While you're praying for them, what what are they destined to do in life? What's their purpose? What's your role in their purpose? What's your role in their life? Ask us. And so I really prayed, and I asked for their heart. I asked to see where they were going and what they were doing in life and what was my role in it. Um, I had access to it. I was given access. I got their history, um, their history with their parents, their history in love, um, the work that I would actually need to do if I decided to continue loving them. I saw the tumultuous journey. I saw all that. I had access to all that because our scrolls were aligned. So as it is in heaven, it was on earth. Um, there are some areas that I failed to really, um, brood over. And that was, you know, the extent for how long, um, what were the projects that we were supposed to create? What were the lives, um, the souls attached to that, the lives that would be made better, um, and that's what I talk about on um, Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, we have a lot of fun in my stories. And we talked about setting our intentions and asking, what is this going to do for not just me, for not just my family, for not just the other person? What is it going to do for my community? What is it going to do for the world? What, what, what is this intention being manifested going to do? And so that's what I didn't really brood over but I knew we were lying cause I had access to it. Um, I could see certain things. Um, and so then when I started decreeing again, I felt the release because I wasn't just doing it because I wanted them. Um, and actually, uh, what was brought to mind was what was brought to the surface, because that's what living life in the spirit does, right? When you, when you want to manifest something, when you are, when you have a desire That desire is already created and hanging in the balance of the universe. So the universe is not creating it, okay? It's already created. Remember, the universe don't operate in the 3D. We do. And our goal is to have a cyclop eye and see spiritually. That's one vision. The vision as in heaven as it is on earth. So we won't be dissuaded by... um, contrary um realities to what our desire is so um what came to the surface what rose to the surface is my relationship and my covenant with rejection um because I dealt with rejection in every relationship I'd ever had not just love interest but I'm talking about with my parents with my siblings And really swallowing my feelings. And so because the universe conspires to produce all of heaven's best for me, heaven's best is that I be free from the generational um, curse, bloodline curses of rejection. So that I can love freely and that the man that I marry won't have to deal with my apprehension. What came out of that was I always expected the shoe to fall, the other shoe to fall. Because I'd been rejected in so many ways. I I operated in relationship without actually showing my feelings. So I would send out my representative. And the representative is the person that's always um, has the perfect answer, wearing the perfect clothes, makeup is perfect, hair is perfect, every strand in place. It's a very stressful life, actually. Um, intelligent, going to have the great ideas, going to be super accommodating. But the representative is not going to tell you that you've hurt their feelings, that they don't like the restaurant you chose, that they hate Um, the... <laughs> I won't say that. That they hate the way you chew your food, that, you know what I mean, like... Yeah, They're not going to tell you anything that's going to potentially make you reject them or appear that you're rejecting them. And so because of that, I translated as this hard-shelled, hard-to-get-to, very, you know, like, just, just it wasn't gelling. Like, and you could, it was inauthentic. So, um, and that's because I was afraid that I was not going to be good enough to receive love. And so what was transpiring while I was affirming while I was decreeing that you know for my marriage while I was decreeing for my husband while I was decreeing this beautiful relationship the universe was bringing it to me the Holy Spirit was working in me to refine all of those areas so that's really what happens when you're trying when you're trying sorry when you set your intentions and decree off of those things when you are affirming off of those things, there could be a hundred things that need to be aligned, in alignment, right? That you need to come into alignment with, that need to be cleared in your character, that need to be cleared in your subconscious, um, that need to be uprooted out of your hippocampus um, in order for you to be able to receive it. So the affirming is one thing, but the receiving is quite another And there is some outworking that needs to be done in the receiving before we receive. And so with the love and the 723, I guess I'm mixing love, synchronicity, and what happens while you're waiting for the thing to be manifested. Um, With that seven, you, you have to close the door. It's, again, you don't have to do anything. I submit as a point to ponder that you close the door, release it, and know that either them, it, or something better is on its way to you. Number two, in covenant, um, it talks about the type of union right that we need to have in our relationships. And so that could be business relationship, family relationships, uh, coworker relationships, and intimate relationships, all the relationships. You're in a covenant right and so have you broken that covenant with someone have you not fulfilled your word um has someone broken their covenant with you and, and you're a little heartbroken over it um, I really do sense that that 723 is all about healing and the number three is probably the best and most exciting number because that's the divine union and there's one of my favorite scripture is a three-strand cord is not easily broken and it's what is created when we live life in the spirit. Once you know who you are, limitlessness begins. And so all of the things that we are, are desiring to be manifested, it's really just the bait, right, for the bigger fish. Because what happens when you see all of your sticky notes disappear, I'm just going to use my story. When I saw all my sticky notes disappear... I ran out of things to really ask for because it was changing so dramatically. And I started putting up sticky notes that talked about, you know, I'm, you know, I'm off the deep end. I'm already down the rabbit hole. I I want the greater works that Christ talked about. And the greater work wasn't salvation because he already did that. He completed the work and salvation is a choice, a personal choice for everyone right not supposed to be shoving nothing down nobody's throats um the greater work is not even healing the sick raising the dead because he did that right uh but we rarely see it on earth today it is the you know healing the sick raising the dead levitating seeing things happen at the word at at your word um seeing the climate regulate a uh, regulation um poverty obliterated um, the open minds of those like even communicating on a whole different level. Like I want that I'm not interested in your church your fish fry um, Your building fund. I'm not interested in that none of it. I'm not going um, I've been cho. I've been called to do ministry on these types of platforms at zero cost um, and that was my request and that's why I requested Lord, um, grant me the riches and wisdom, wealth of Solomon. So I can go ahead and do what the disciples did as well. Do ministry at no cost. Jesus said, don't worry about what you should eat, drink, wear, where you're going to lay your head. Um, Because we got that. Don't worry about it. Worry about your father's business and let what is in heaven be produced on earth because God needs a body. And you, the spirit being living out a human experience. Huh should be operating in the spirit. And so that three-strand cord, that number three, that divine unity is really understanding and true intimacy who you are. I'm not talking about worshiping the Lord. I'm not. I'm not talking about, you know, being a servant of the Lord. No, I'm talking about becoming a son. Like, I just can't with a limited understanding and these are things that people in churches know but won't really get to and there are small pockets coming to consciousness and I rejoice for it and if you're listening you're still listening just know that like the bigger picture is not these temporal things the bigger picture is seeing beyond like what would it be to be given what would it be like to be given Einstein access you know Einstein was like deep down the rabbit hole like operating in the spirit like speaking in tongues ascending like Einstein was a beast most of the geniuses we've had in the world know exactly what I'm talking about and so this is what I would like to submit as a point to ponder for your 723 Laura K. Allow the doors that want, allow them to close the door. Pray out your role in their lives, right? What your role is. If that role is ended, then give thanks that it's either this or something better. The relationships that you had, whether it's your parents, family members, places where you've been let down. Operate in forgiveness with that too. Forgive them for breaking covenant with you and forgive yourself for breaking covenant with them and give thanks for and bless them. And then three, accept your position in divine unity with the infinite, with the ultimate. Uh, you are a radiant ball of, of love and light and all good things are coming to you already. When you receive and open yourself to receive, open your mind to receive. You don't have to wonder about will it come if it's going to come it's already on its way to you and this is the thing with love love is the thing best unforced and you can walk in a thing and call those things that be not as though they were totally true and there I I honestly can manifest any relationship back I wanted to right now I honestly could do it and for a while I didn't realize that I fell into the trap. So I would get back with this person and be like, Oh, it doesn't matter if we fall into the same trap because I know I can manifest them back. And I wasn't manifesting the new version. Right. And then there is also this, the new version of themselves uh, or of us that doesn't go back and forth. I also was manifesting, you know, setting my intentions to manifest love and not really receiving it because I was operating in the spirit of rejection what you guys that is so super real and what if you're operating in the spirit of rejection right you feel like, like and you can operate in the spirit of rejection if you don't get the job if you don't get the husband if you don't get the wife if you don't have the kids if you don't um, um if you aren't accepted by your parents if you were adopted like if you're like the spirit of rejection takes on so many faces and situations faces of situations It really can sneak under the radar, but when the Spirit points it out, when Holy Spirit points it out, you're like, oh man, yeah, that's definitely rejection. (laughs) So really look at what you're coming into agreement with, because that could be something separating you, standing in the way of what you desire. And you must first believe that you deserve love, that you don't have to jump through any hoops. You are already perfect. You don't have to say the name of Jesus a thousand times in order to be forgiven. There are no get backs with God and God isn't bound by karma. He's not bound by karmic law. He is the law. And when you operate in the grace and the covenant of grace. And release yourself, you know, repent Turn away from and turn toward the divine. Release yourself from all guilt and shame and operate in that sun position. You are an heir and a joint heir. Like you don't have to beg for anything. The ultimate goal is for you to realize your reflection and who you are. That's the ultimate goal. Because once you realize who you are, there's no turning back. You truly will embrace that you are absolutely positively and limitless. So I think I've talked about a lot today. I know that you guys are going to have a lot of questions, man. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm going to go ahead and post this and I want you guys to be great. Honestly, sign up for the group mentorship, dot You You sign up for a 15 minute discovery call, dot com. Use that Calendly link. Um, if you have any issues loading anything hit the refresh on the screen and get in where you fit in I love you guys but your best friend totally loves you so much more don't come into agreement with guilt or shame don't want anybody that doesn't want you like if they tell you they don't want you understand that you are the prize and I know it's hard and the reason why it's hard is because you're operating in the spirit of rejection but look you are worthy you are the prize you really are And I'm telling you this because I experience it on a daily. There are plenty of times where you will say to yourself, what is wrong with me? Why doesn't, why can't they see the good in me? Or why does it seem like nobody wants me? And that's just not true. That's the 3D. You are wanted. You are delighted in. You are wondrously loved. Like, seriously. I could get a little full clipped thinking about how wondrously loved you are so um, send your questions info at KimberlyFinn.com or you can send them where everybody else sends them the DMs Um, either way I thank you guys I give thanks for you in utmost gratitude for listening for sharing the word and for breaking free from the chains of legalism and religion and all of those um, erroneous uh, gospels taught that tell us that poverty is the standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly abundance is your portion receive it now